Hello. Hello. And welcome to Spill the Milk. I am Morgan. And I'm Hannah. And I don't really have an update besides the world is getting crazy. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. Well, we won't talk about it, but just know this week it's been crazy in world news. Um, Other than that, uh, there was something that happened very close to home to me. Hannah, I don't think I told you about this, but I will tell you after. I'm not going to share it right now until it hits national news. Well, I literally think it's going to hit national news. It's that fucking nuts. Um, I'm sorry. Mine? (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So I'll tell you after this episode. Um, But hopefully next week I can uh, shed more light on it and let you know what the fuck happened in my town. It's crazy. So. Other than that, I give you something like a... What in the ass crack is going on? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. I can't share it now, but it's fucking nuts. So tune in next week. That's our little tease. Yeah. Oh, it's a big tease, especially for people who like... I'm just going to say it. People who like murder. (gasps) We're going to stop. No. Fucking ready. Fucking ready. No one likes murder. Well, I shouldn't say that. Leave. We don't want you here. For people who are interested in like true crime, that kind of like uh, true crime, dude, I can't wait to share this with you. So, yeah, Hannah, again, I'll tell you after. But okay, yeah, juicy topic. But other than that, the world is falling apart. Something happened in my hometown, and yep, (laughs) that's all I got. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? I don't have much. Yeah, pretty boring. Do. Yeah, we're boring people. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm busy. I got I got all kinds of stuff, but nothing anyone cares about. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same shit. Um, well, I will say my car has been in the shop for four months. Um, uh, we're not. I, this is gonna start a fight again. We literally know. thought about let this just, already today. Let me just educate. Like it's <laughs> no. Um, yes. my car's been in the shop for four months, and I finally got it back today, and. I think you're crazy um, for waiting that long. It, anyways, it <laughs> is now um, giving me a warning sign that my hood is open, and it likes to do that bing, bing, bing thing for like a minute straight, and then it'll finally stop. But if I stop, like at a stoplight or anything, it resets. So that'll be fun. They're ordering a new part, and yeah, because you've so. got one of those bougie weird ass cars i did get a bougie weird ass car but just get a normal point, car or like the rest of us well it, it just like was calling my name i mean bougie weird ass <laughs> like bougie weird ass over here and i was like i'm a booty hey, that's ass. me and i was like i love you <laughs> it like slowly drove towards me as i ran towards it <laughs> and then there's like logical Hannah in the background, like, yeah. where do you have like, to go to get that fixed? Yeah, get a toy on <laughs> How much does your gas cost? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> so other than that, I probably have the most going on right now. Not that Hannah's not interesting at all. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I just don't I just, have things that other people are interested in. I just have shitty luck and also good luck at the same time. So Not good luck. Sometimes I do. How was that good luck? Well, that was shitty luck, but sometimes I have good luck, so I'll share when I do. <laughs> Just never. 
So, so Morgan's gonna be quite uh not quitting. Pretty quiet now. <laughs> yeah. Be quiet because we got to good luck and I just have nothing. And to she say doesn't about that. have any of that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes is right. Anyways, Hannah, what are we talking about today? So today we're gonna be talking about Mariana Trench, the place, not the band. <laughs> When I tried to look up podcasts and I typed that in, it was like on Spotify, it was like um, all like songs and stuff. And then I was going through like artists and I was like, Jesus, is there not a podcast anywhere about Mariana <laughs> Trench? No, it's just music. Duh. <laughs> I mean, I like them, but come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I did find one, by the way. Well, I found two, but anyways. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started. Get it. So, also, I'm trying not to, like, yell because I know I'm going to go into a coughing fit because I'm a weirdo. I'm also sitting here without socks and then wondering why I'm cold. Yeah, you but also sound normal, so. <laughs> I, oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just really close so, to my mic then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say it's nice to have uh, propane again because I was sitting, I had a fire going for, like, the last week and a half because I literally ran out of propane like my house was 54 degrees when I woke up every morning I had to sleep on my couch because I didn't have heat in my house (laughs) Hannah lives in the boondocks (sighs) it's Wisconsin fields all around you (laughs) why are you talking like that I don't know that's not even what I sound like it was fun (laughs) no that was mean Nah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Rude. We will talk Always. about it later because I got Always. a fun one for you. Okay, let's go. Okay, so the Mariana Trench was created by two tectonic plates in the ocean that were moving, and then they just crashed together against each other, and it created this, like, giant chasm. And then... uh I'm sorry, what the fuck is a chasm? I'm sorry. Like a hole, a big trench. Okay, I, I wish you would have said hole. Valley. <laughs> know what a hole is but a chasm a crevice (laughs) (laughs) yeah a crevice Uh, i'm funny anyways so the reason these tectonic plates move is because there's magma below the surface which is like molten lava and then they just like float around and then sometimes they like crash into each other and then sometimes they like pull apart and then like yeah i was with that i like the sound effects (laughs) That actually helped me a lot. It. Yeah, <laughs> helped me a lot. I was like, oh, yeah, I know what a shit I'm following. Yeah. I get so, this. <laughs> so scientists say this happened like 50 million years ago. I've said it once. I'm probably going to say it just like this one time at the beginning here because everyone knows I don't believe in the 50 million years and the billions and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, whatever. Um, So I'm going to talk about it in here, but know that i don't necessarily believe that and i'm over here believing it <laughs> i'm like i'm not saying yeah. that, i'm not saying this stuff didn't happen because it like it did but i just don't know how you can put a number on it like but 50 science. million how can you put how can you figure out that far back i mean that's not realistic it's an educated guess <laughs> yeah but we don't even how can another you argument back- how can you go back more day. than what people have been on earth for like Science. how can you i know but how can you judge 
past that? Like, how do you know what 1 million years looks like versus 1,000? I'm not going to argue, but I'm just going to say, do you know the scientific research they put into it to know how they got I really don't care. Exactly. It's kind (laughs) of like, let's just throw a big fucking number on it. Another argument for another day. Anyways, <laughs> so then this supposedly happened after the separation of Pangea, which every time I think about what it's called, I always want to call it Patagonia, which it's not a jacket. It's a supercontinent. <laughs> I mean, we could create that. Our brand what? can be, well, instead of Patagonia, we can be Pangea. Morgan, oh. you said it out loud. We didn't Fuck. get a patent. Fuck. Okay, we're already <laughs> We're going to create that. If you fucking take it, I'll be pissed. (laughs) Morgan likes murder, so she's coming out. (laughs) Yeah, I'll fucking come for you. (laughs) No, just kidding. Anyways. In her bougie-ass weird little car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So apparently Pangea broke up like 175 million years ago. So there's that too. Um, We'll come back to the supercontinent a little bit later on. But little bit more about how trenches work um according to Briticana, they're like closely associated with and found in subduction zones which is like the location where the whoa that's a big word lithospheric plates bearing oceanic crust slides into the upper mantle under the force of gravity so i think it's just the plates like sliding over the top of each other makes sense and then the result I'm also kind of paraphrasing, but also kind of quoting this. That's why I said it's from Briticana. I don't know how you say that. Whatever. The result is a topographic depression where the oceanic plate comes in contact with the overriding plate, um, which may be either oce- oceanic or continental. Um, if it's oceanic, then island arcs are developed. So that's like a string of islands. And then if it's... Um, it says, if the trench forms an arc in plain view, I think that's supposed to be plain. It says plan. I don't know. And islands um, with explosive volcanoes develop on the top one. Because the magma is like underneath the, it's on top of the bottom one, but it's underneath the top one. So that's where all the lava is moving around. And then as it keeps moving, that's what like, creates all the friction and energy and that's why volcanoes like pew 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 not a fan of that not at all <laughs> not a big volcano person over here yep yeah, as it like kills a million people like no thank you <laughs> okay so the challenger deep which is like the deepest point in the whole entire world was discovered in 1872 by a british exploration ship called the hms challenger Oh, shit. It wasn't discovered in 1872. That's when the ship set sailed. <laughs> um, so it was a warship that had replaced its guns with labs. So um, they were the world's first ocean- oceanographic mission. So they wanted to find out what lay lie, laid at the bottom of the ocean floor. So they measured the ocean depth with the weighted rope, and then they took, like, sediment samples. Mostly what they got was a lot of sludge from the bottom of the ocean. And then scientists believed that life could not exist at the ocean depths. 
But Charles Darwin disputed this by saying that he believed the depths of the ocean were home to living fossils, which are ancient, not Asian, ancient, ancient, ancient. God, I'm so You're getting sorry. There. You're getting there. Ancient species ancient. <laughs> that have not evolved or died off in millions of years. And then, so he was saying land dinosaurs died but the ones in the ocean might not have. Which, okay, here's well, me. We will talk about it. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Okay, let's go. Well, I'm not disagreeing with like. No, I know. This, I'm. Just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I'm can't just wait disagreeing to talk about with it. like time frame. Oh, well, I'm talking like I'm excited to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So March 1875, off the coast of Guam, they lowered the weighted rope. Eventually, ran out of rope. I think they were at like five miles deep when they ran out of rope. So then they tried lowering a thermometer and it was so cold that it broke. And then they got a longer rope and then that finally touched down at about like 26,000 feet. Oh my God, though. That's not even the deepest, though. You got weight. You got weight, girl. Just just think about that. That's not even the longest. (laughs) I know. Imagine standing on that boat and you're like, holy shit, balls. The shit's still going. What's under us? Yeah. Water scares the crap out of me, which is why I'm surprised I keep picking water topics. Yeah, you do pick a lot of water topics. Probably because it scares you and you're interested. Oh, dude, I'm terrified by it, but it's so interesting. Yeah, I, knowing the ocean, like, we haven't, like, even seen a lot of it. Dude, I have some stats for you at the end here. (laughs) Can't wait. It's going to scare the crap out of you, just like I. I believe it. Like I'll still swim in the ocean as long as I'm by the shore. But oh yeah, like the ocean's like you a think cool I'm place scuba to diving. see. But like, oh, I would love to go scuba diving. It's like when you're over like <laughs> this, like seven miles Five, of water. Yeah, seven miles of water. Literally like, seven miles deep. Like it's not like you're gonna sink that far, anyways. Like you die long before that. Plus, you're not gonna sink. I don't care. That thing might come up and get me. Like. I don't know. Seven miles to them might be two miles because they're like fast. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Not into You got it. some crazy expectations, but <laughs> Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, so while they were there, they didn't discover any of Darwin's living fossils. Um, but they did find that the trench or like the deep sea was home to many different creatures. So they kind of proved themselves wrong by saying that creatures couldn't live there. So, um, now some more, like, interesting facts about, well, more, like, stats about the trench. And this is from National Geographic. It's kind of, like, set up as an activity for, for children. So, Morgan, you'll love it. I love that. Um, like, Bring so me to a children's museum. I'll thrive. Um, so, this is, like, I want to say they said this was for, like, a fourth grade class or something like that. Perfect. But, um... So, I literally wrote a note. Activity for students, but provides lots of good basic information for our purposes. <laughs> so, the trench is the deepest part of the ocean and the deepest location on Earth. It is three, no, 30, I'm also only reading the not metric units because I don't oh, like yeah. the metric. Yeah. So... The rest of the world's probably like, F you guys, use the metric. We're like, we don't get it. <laughs> I literally have it on here and I'm not going to read it just because I don't care that much. <laughs> so, 
It's 36,201 feet deep, which is almost seven miles. If you placed Mount Everest at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, this says the peak would still be 7,000 feet below sea level. I found another stat that said if you put Mount Everest at the bottom of the trench and added four Empire State Buildings on top, you still would not break the surface. That's terrifying. (laughs) What the fuck is down there? You can't convince me nothing's down there. (laughs) Yeah, but think about... I'll get to it. So, um, the... uh, Mariana Trench is just east of the Mariana Islands. Um, and the nearest bodies of land are Guam and the Mariana Islands, like I just said. It's 1,400 miles east of the Philippines, so kind of, so we know where we are, the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. And it is 1,554 miles long and 44 oh, miles wide. My so God. it's five times longer than the Grand Canyon. No, thank you. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and you would never know if you just sailed right over the top. Right? You'd be like, this is fun. <laughs> Come on. I need, another, I need another pina colada. Yeah, That's very accurate, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's on her Disney cruise. Like, yeah. I need another drink. Yeah. <laughs> where are the shrimp? Where? where? <laughs> I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I lost my sunglasses. They fell overboard. Where is Mickey the mouse? <laughs> <laughs> that's me i've heard morgan drunk and that's probably pretty close that's really close (laughs) um so according to the eez which is an exclusive economic zone um a country has the rights to all living and non-living resources up to 200 nautical miles from its coastline which is 230 standard miles i don't know why they put nautical miles as different than standard miles that's just confusing but they did point out that Guam is a territory of the U.S. Um, and the Mariana Islands are a commonwealth of the U.S. Therefore, the U.S. has jurisdiction over the Mariana Trench. Fabulous. Can't wait to go look there. <laughs> you probably will not. But yeah, I'll never look. do that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to get into one of the documentaries I watched. This is the David attenborough deep ocean descent into the mariana trench so i'm gonna say it right now this was my least favorite of the two the other one i found far more interesting but also it might have just been how it was edited what was that my voice Dude, just was that your fucking throat <laughs> that was my throat i took a deep breath and it just it sounded like a squeaky toy bella has like Hail Bob went. I'm telling you, there's, something, there's <laughs> something in my throat, dude. Just, dude. <laughs> I'm so glad that that happened. Ooh. This is this has been a great couple episodes for you. <laughs> just weird involuntary noises that wasn't supposed to happen. Keep also, I would like to clarify on the last episode. I wanted to remove that because that is embarrassing and that was involuntary. And Morgan she's told talking, me she'd be mad at me. She's talking <laughs> about that burp. That was fucking it was so, hilarious. It was minor. It was mild. And I'm sorry, but was, I wanted to take it out. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Morgan said she'd be mad at me, so I couldn't take it out. Yep. Yep. I would have been fucking pissed. <laughs> 
even though uh, I have props all the Santa for keeping it in. All I have. What am I trying to say? I have all the production rights here. Yeah, that is true. She edits. I do with that. So I don't do much editing. I add. No, we just I add the cow yeah, sound. Let's let's fucking forget that part. Uh, <laughs> Anywho, I, I did edit one episode. Oh yeah, you did. I remember that. Yeah, because we jacked something up. I don't remember what it was though. Either way, I did that. How <laughs> <laughs> do you? Two hundred meters down. There's hardly any light at all, and I have to use meters because I'll just quick math here that's 600 feet ish look i'm good at math <laughs> proud of you again oh god so creatures here have huge eyes to gather the little light there is others produce their own light but below a thousand meters ballpark three thousand feet there's no sunlight at all so they have giant mouths to find their food and others stand on stilts if they're near the ocean floor at this level so that way they can stand there sorry, without- did you say Stilts. stilts like long little legs like their legs are like stilts or yeah they find no 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 to make their that. legs are like stilts so they can stand like walk on the ground but oh not get eaten God. by the things on the ground okay dude you're gonna have to have your google pulled up in a little while when we start talking about the other yeah. creatures all right I'm, I'm getting my phone okay well not quite yet but we're getting there so there's all kinds of creepy ass shit here so the pressure destroys cells of which the creatures are made after about 6,000 meters, which is 18,000 feet ballpark. This is known as the Hades zone, named after the Greek god of the underworld, Hades. Hey, oh, that makes me think of Hercules. <laughs> oh, Sorry. there it is. <laughs> I, I meant to not do that, but I, I had to. Yeah, that makes me think of Hercules, and I love that. So, I did move away from my mic. I do apologize. I didn't hear. I heard oh, it. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so, some creatures do still live here, but they are kind of hard to find. Pressure is, okay, I'm a little bit pissed because some of the sources say 800 times and some say 1,000 times. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm just giving you what I heard. Yeah, take your best guess. <laughs> <clears throat> So, um, like ballpark, we're going to go average 900 times more at the bottom than at the surface. Holy So this fuck. is eight tons per square inch, which is like an elephant standing on your thumbnail. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. That's, that's a lot of fucking pressure. Yeah, it is. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not okay. even drinking. No, but okay. 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 Stop! Don't do that. <laughs> I had to mute. Just like trying to understand what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I had to mute because I had another cough. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, Japanese researchers leading the study of these Japanese researchers were leading the study of these creatures. So they sent a lander down with dead fish tied to it as bait. Then okay. they found these amphipods. They look like shrimp, except like white or like translucent kind of um and those have only been known to live in the hadal zone but they're seen at the base of the lander that they sent down and then every time that the camera turns on because i guess it had to shut off and then turn back on every hour something i don't know every time the camera turns back on there were more amphipods there so there was like shit ton of them Damn. then 
After sitting on the ocean floor for about 18 hours, a small fish that looks like a tadpole, but with a backbone, which now is known as Mariana snailfish, shows up. Dude, I was They thought that was not happening. I typed in Mariana trench and I was like going to go type in animals, but snailfish comes up. So that must be like snailfish. Yeah. Oh my God. I Googled it. What the fuck is that? That's what I said. You better have your Google up, man. What the the fuck fuck out of that is, well, it's kind of cute actually. I know that one's kind of like, it looks kind of like pudgy. Well, I, when I first pulled it up, it was a skeleton. So I was like, Oh no! Um, what the fuck? In and the water, in the water, it looks way cuter than the outer. It's the water. like a little bubba's. Like I want one. Morgan, you can't have one. Well, I want it. <laughs> you cannot. That's not okay. Yeah, you're right, but it's cute. Anyways, bad, Google it. Bad Morgan. <laughs> so then they sent down a second lander, and they soon had many of the Mariana snailfish in the frame. So now they have, well, then. After that, they had an international team of scientists that come together to study the creatures. So they capture a snailfish alive at the depth of 8,000 meters, which is 24,000 feet, that they can study um, the way that its body works in full detail. So it's got soft skin and no scales. It has small eyes that are likely useless uh, since there's no light anywhere near where they live anyways. Mm-hmm. And you can see all of its organs and its muscles. Yeah. But how do they survive? All the pressure. I was just going to say something about that, which you probably, maybe you know, maybe you don't. I I was thinking how, (laughs) yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) How does it go from that much pressure up to our level with like no pressure? Wouldn't it just Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was wondering that as well, because like, I know when you're diving, not that I ever did like diving or whatever but one of my friends does um like you have to like stop every so often on your way back up so you don't like pass out and die that's what i'm wondering so how did this thing i don't know if they did it slow enough that like it was okay but i feel like it would die on the way up i would agree with that. that and it's going from like literally like 20 degree water to like like hot like yeah, like room temperature. Even if it did it slowly, like that's hot. <laughs> yeah, to them. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, you know. Wow. Anyways, sorry. I don't know going. about that part, but I know <laughs> when they're down there, they survive the pressure with this um, chemical. It's called TMAO. That mm. um, it's like proteins inside the cells that. Okay, this is what the documentary said. It's proteins inside the cells that carry out essential life functions under pressure, and then the water pushes into the proteins and stops their functioning. So the TMAO molecules prevent this from happening. Hmm. So it's found in like way higher amounts in deep sea fish than normal fish. And the snailfish is uh, known to have more than any other fish. Wow. Dude, I, w- I would have never, like, wow. Yeah, scientist. Science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said I'm a scientist, but sure. Are you? <laughs> Just kidding. No. Yeah. I do like it, though. Yeah. Yeah, it like, the mathy, the mathy stuff. I like that. Yeah, not me. <laughs> uh, Not, like, the medical type. No, I'm with you. That's, no, no. 
it made a squeak noise again. I heard it and I was like, do I acknowledge it? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Focusing. Okay. Focusing. No. I have a lot left. So oh. another lander went down eight kilometers down. I said down twice. Oh my God. What am I doing? <laughs> oh my so God. more snailfish and amphipods show up. The snailfish are actually caught on camera eating the fucking amphipods. Nuts. I- I saw that actually. One of the pictures was that, and Bucky, I liked you it. You gotta stop watching ahead. I didn't. I didn't watch ahead. I just was looking them up, and I saw them eating. And I was like, "You're cute." <laughs> um, they actually have over a hundred sharp teeth, and they have a second set of jaws with more teeth in the back of their throat. Oh my god! Yeah, look it up. Look up teeth. Look up no, their thanks. teeth or their jaws. So then the second set of jaws is like in the back of their throat, so that way the thing can't come back out. Like it can't just like not be stuck in there because they're screwed if they don't get food right so we know this from a ct scan of the fish again yeah i heard it (laughs) smallest of the amphipods feed on dead and decaying fish that fall to the ocean floor and they also feed on driftwood driftwood which is hard to digest (laughs) sorry i got you Thank you. They have this special enzyme that breaks down the wood. So interesting. Mm-hmm. It's. So, I mean, I can't imagine being able to do that, but yes, interesting. Eat a chunk of driftwood? Any, well, I guess beavers, but come on. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, are you, oh, sorry. <laughs> Hannah died. So, so um, then they there are down. scary things down there. <laughs> sorry, don't keep going. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't know. Okay. So they send down an ROV, which is a remotely operated vehicle. Goes to an underwater landscape that resembles stalactites in a cave. And this is soil from below that's rich in minerals. So like pew pew shoots up from the ground and then it forms these like stalactite things but in the water in the deep sea and then life forms are found here too cool wow (laughs) that was owen wilson (laughs) saying he was shocked wow wow Wow. (laughs) that video pops in my head at least once a week minimum it does for everyone (laughs) trust me god i love him challenger deep so this is the deepest point in the whole entire world and in 1960 the trieste had touched the bottom of it with two people inside Ooh, i would not want to be one of those people (laughs) 1960 so i don't think you i don't care what here it is i won't go u.s navy lieutenant don walsh and swish swiss oceanographer shit i don't know how to say his name jackie's jackie sure (laughs) picard that's that's always my response anytime you try to pronounce something i just go sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know how to say his name picard whatever reached a depth of about 11 kilometer no that's not right how big is a kilometer compared to a mile you are asking feet to meters, but the absolute wrong person right now. I don't know if that's a typo or not. Yeah, well, yep. it could be. 
whatever. Sure. <laughs> so they went down in a small steel ball. So the rest of the sub that they were in, if you Google Trieste, um, you can see what it looks like. But the rest of the sub was this giant balloon filled with gasoline in order to float back up to the surface. And this is called a bath scave. So then they had this little steel ball hooked to the bottom of it. And that's what they sank down on. And then it took about five and a half hours to sink to the bottom. Then they only had like 20 minutes at the bottom. I don't know. Uh, to me, I'd be weighing pros and cons here. Like, that kind of sounds like shit. Like, you could die in this, like, five and a half hour trip down. But you'll be there for 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much, like, this has to be really worth it for people. Not for me. I don't know. Well, they almost had a... Uh, problem because the sub had cracked loudly as they got below 30,000 oh shit yeah 30,000 feet below sea level which is like two-thirds of the way down so the window cracked but they knew if it was serious they'd be dead already and they'd have no warning so they kept going um and it's also said i think it was the unexplained mysteries podcast that said if that window had broken, water would have flooded in um, with the pressure of an avalanche, and they both would have died. Um, and literally, like, the window is pretty small. Like, it's a normal window-ish, but then this, the inside, like, where they can actually see out is, like, literally the size of, like, I don't know, like trying to think probably a little bigger than like a gatorade bottle oh wow or like pretty tiny like a one of the fat uh powery bottles yeah wow like that's literally how big the window is they can see out so no thank you yeah so um now we know it was probably because the sub steel structure was contracting because it was so cold um, that's probably what it was, but only unmanned ships went down after that until 2012 when James Cameron, I love him, became the third man to touch down to the bottom. I don't Is love him because Titanic? he's like, yes, I don't <laughs> love him because I'm like, oh my God, I love him. But he's so interesting. I he's do. like interested in the most interesting things. I, I don't love know. all the stuff that I, he does really don't know anything about him i just God, like the i've watched so many document like i'm 99 percent sure he had something to do with the atlantis thing that i did and then he did titanic and then there's like all this other cool shit it's it's interesting he's so interested in so many like interesting things yeah i can see that okay so this little quote is from national geographic so it says the triesting contrast was designed like a hot air balloon with a cylindrical top section composed of a float filled with gasoline and water to lift the vessel back to the surface after the dive. Attached to the bottom of the Trieste was a small pressure-resistant fear with enough room for just two people. Doesn't that sound fun? No, thank you. I would end up hating that fucking person by the end of that trip. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks, man. Like, give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, now we're going to the 2020 YouTube documentary, the James Cameron's Deep Sea Challenge 3D. That's why his sub was called the Deep Sea Challenger. 
or just deep sea challenge. Sorry. So I found this documentary way more freaking interesting. It's like an hour and a half, but it is really interesting. I loved it. So um, National Geographic um, had a quote that said, Cameron's dive in his specially designed submersible was part of a deep sea challenge, a joint scientific expedition by Cameron, the National Geographic Society, and Rolex to conduct a deep ocean research. Damn. They legit had a fucking Rolex on the... I'm one sure. Of, on one of the thing, like one of the arms that they had that worked out in the water in 36,000 feet below sea level. I'm sure. And it freaking worked. I it worked more it's because they still, got the money. <laughs> it's still telling time. Dude. Oh, I love that. It's that's because, so like, cool. You know how much money Rolex has in? <laughs> I know that, but still seven miles underwater. Yeah, that is that's so freaky. cool. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean that's cool, but like I thought that was so interesting. Thing. I didn't even realize that like Rolex like had any like sponsorship or anything with that. I didn't even know National Geographic did. I saw one National Geographic sticker at the end and at the at like one point in the video he like does the he shows like the watch on the arm. He's like, "Oh cool, it's still working." Like I didn't even realize it was Rolex <laughs> until I read that. Dude, it, I think it doesn't surprise me because it's like Rolex and they have so much I know, but they were money. so casual about like the sponsorships though. Okay. Like even in the official documentary. I'm not, I think what's not surprising me is not like, oh, they're being casual. What's surprising me or not surprising (laughs) me is like they have enough money to like figure something like that out, you know? So I'm like, yeah, Yeah. it's cool. But like, I imagine like, duh, they better fucking figure that out. (laughs) I don't know though, because like I was going to say this later on, but this is like the first time this is done by like a private company. Like the government had absolutely nothing to do with this. Like, this is all private companies just, like, putting money into this just for the sake of, like, exploration. Yeah, that is really cool. That part's more cool to me than anything else. Yeah. I was, like, surprised by that, too. I was like, no, that makes sense. I mean, who doesn't want to know what's down there? Let's go. Exactly. That's why I'm so (laughs) hyped about this. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, cracked voice go. (laughs) So on the first, okay, this is also a quote from National Geographic. On the first solo dive to the deepest known part of the Earth's ocean on March 26, 2012, the expedition was not without difficulties. The preparation and descent nearly 11 kilometers, which is seven miles, that wasn't a typo before then, to the Mariana Trench's Challenger Deep presented challenges and unforeseen complications for deep sea challenge engineers and scientists for instance the sub's arm started to lose power due to a hydraulic leak this was not a major failure but still caused cameron to leave the ocean bottom earlier than anticipated so can you imagine like one of the test um dives that they did like literally all of the systems started failings failing you're telling me they got a fucking watch to work down there yeah that yeah that i'll give you that like like one of one of the test dives they did, I think it was like, I think he did 10 dives total, like leading up to that depth. And I want to say it was like the eighth one or the seventh one. Like 
he didn't even make it all the way to the bottom. His radio stopped working. Like they could hear him up on the ship, but he could not hear them at the bottom. His, um, like he called them thrusters. They look like propellers. Mm-hmm. Those stopped working. His, um, like computer thing stopped working. I One wonder- of his lights stopped working. His arm stopped working. I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that, like, a watch is slightly smaller, compact, like. Yeah, but, Morgan, everything in there is built compact. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're bringing extra shit. Okay. 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 Like, they got the most minimal, like, do what you got to do stuff. Yeah, I could see that, too. You're right. Okay. So, they had learned from the mistakes of the last group to go there in 1960, which also, can we know that it was like, what is that, 40, 52 years later that Very someone impressive. else went? Like, that, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people are curious that was, too. That was the next time that someone went there was 52 years later. Yeah. Oh, I thought, for no, some James, reason I thought it was like, I don't know why I thought it was only two years, but. <laughs> no, James Cameron was only the third person to ever go and he was the first one to do it by himself. Hell Yeah. That's awesome. Good for him, though. Like, honestly. I know. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I did not know anything about this. I'm glad they supported him because, like, let's go. Dude, you would love the documentary. I so bet good. I would. Um, so they uh, – this is – I don't know where this quote is from. I'm just going to read it. Um, <laughs> specifically, they looked at the difficulties faced by retired U.S. captain. Navy captain Don Walsh and Swiss oceanographer and engineer Picard when they reached the Challenger Deep at 19 in 1960 on that mission their vehicle the Bathscape kicked up so much sediment that they could barely see anything on the ocean floor the silty situation forced the explorers to leave after just 20 minutes so they purposely built in like all of these features so that way all that sediment on the bottom wouldn't kick up so he could still see all of the like wildlife and all of the you know everything around him really smart though that's super smart yeah and they (laughs) added more lights and more arms and everything it did work and then they also accounted for the sub shrinking as it sank to the floor um unlike in the first manned mission but and all of these features that they added They did miss the deadline a few times, actually. So, like, in the documentary they're talking about, which I don't know how much of his drama or whatever, but they're talking about how the ship is just sitting there for, like, 30 days, like, waiting for them to get out there. And I was like, ooh, shit. Yeah, fuck that. They're probably like, let's go. Um, I Yeah, want you hear them talking go. about it. They're like, it's like a taxi meter. Like, we're still paying for it. Yeah. It's still oh, there. I can't imagine the cost. I want to say they said it was like $30,000 a day or something. Oh, my God. I swear I could be wrong. I the could be wrong on that like, number. Or whatever, whoever is creating this shit. I'd be like, let's fucking go. <laughs> Day two, this. day two, yeah. they're like, get out there. I don't care if it works. Get out there. <laughs> if it fails, I don't give a fuck. I can't pay for this boat anymore. <laughs> get a white suit. You'll be fine. <laughs> you're going to dive, actually. You know what? You're going to go down. <laughs> Figure it out or you're dead. <laughs> Here, here's the cinder block. <laughs> right. Take a picture just, while you're down just, there. Just uh, cut the string when you're down there and then yep. woof, back to the top. Yep. Yep. And if you die, you die. I'm sorry. This, yep. 
part of the offer. <laughs> okay. So the intro to this is pretty much how he got into this type of stuff. It was about um, like some of the films and stuff that he did. So he was actually so interesting about to quit filmmaking to pursue, pursue exploration full time. And then um, right before he actually quit, he got the movie Avatar, which is the number one highest grossing film of all time. And he was going to quit before he got that movie. One of the odds. Lucky guy. Also, no, he's talented. Also, I didn't realize how much money he must have. He oh, has girl. Avatar, which is the number one highest grossing film of all time. And Titanic is number three highest grossing film of all time. You know what? I feel good that I've never seen Avatar. <laughs> Dude, it's a good movie. I don't like the little blue people. It's a good movie. It scares me. <laughs> nah, it's actually pretty good, dude. You'd probably like it. Maybe. Is it a like love it. story? I mean, there's a little bit, but not much. It, it, yeah. is a, it is like a little bit, but I feel like it's more like action-y than like love story. Okay, here's it's the a thing. love story built in, but it's it's more action-y, I think. I kind of hate action movies. I'm gonna I'm gonna go what? out and say it. I take it yeah. back. It's a love story. It's a love story. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Something about action movies, I'm like, oh, God, you punched the guy, great. But it's not like that. It's like pew, pew, fire, ships, yeah. guns, pew, I saw pew. Star Wars, the, the new one. No, that's not what it is, Morgan. Yeah, but it's it feels like, like Star it Wars. It feels no. like it, there was a lot of pew, pew in Star Wars. <laughs> no, Morgan, it's not like Star Wars. Just go watch it. I, how long is it? It's a pretty long movie. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you know my attention span's like an hour. It's not yeah, happening. Just, just give it that. You'll I'll watch like it, in, it. I'll watch it like a TV show. I'll be like, oh, this is season. This is episode one. Here. Yeah, f- I I'm gonna struggle. Dude, maybe like I'll it. watch it. Anyways, Morgan hasn't seen Avatar. She you has like no interest. It. The blue people. What the fuck is that? Anyways, go. Interesting. That's what it is. Uh, he also made the movie Abyss, which is a 1989 film. I'd never heard of it, but um, uh, the topic or the what am I trying to say? The uh, the plot. The plot. That's what it is. The plot of this story is that um, it's a formerly married petroleum engineer couple. They're both petroleum engineers. Um, they're drafted to assign this um, um, or to assist. Sorry, this uh, Navy SEAL with a top secret recovery operation, and then um, a nuclear sub. I'm also reading this from a a thing a nuclear sub has been ambushed and sunk under the mysterious circumstances in some of the deepest waters on earth so he literally made a movie about this like 30 years before he no 20 years before he did his dive to the deepest waters and he was like making up all these like sci-fi like um fancy electronics and like robot type things in this movie that they like actually legit made for him to go down there I'm sure. I mean, he seems smart as fuck, so I'm sure. I know. He's probably like, yeah, I'm going to make a movie, make a couple million, and then I'll figure it out for myself. <laughs> and then in 1997, he did Titanic, and he also dove to that multiple times before and after Girl. creating the movie, which Girl. is 12,000 feet below the surface. Girl, I know. That 12,000 feet! is phenomenal. That's a long say. movie, Morgan. Yeah, that movie 
has me fully invested. I don't care. It's a love story. I'm into it. I'm like, yes, Jack, there's a boat, you know. They anyway. both fit on the door. That's my big. They do complaint. both. You know what? I've heard you Kate gotta Winslet. fit five fucking people on there. I have heard Kate Winslet in real life is not very nice. So that's all I got. Good. Morgan's <laughs> just like sliding that in there. Yep. Every just celebrity's want a dick. to know. Kate Winslet heard it from a private source. Not nice. <laughs> Who's your private source? I prefer not to say. <laughs> Someone that met her in real life. It was Google. <laughs> just <laughs> Okay, move Have you on. heard of her? <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay, so it talks about the deepest dives in the world prior to this. So we went over Don Walsh, but um, Walsh is quoted as saying that Jim said I was his mentor. I think that's a bit optimistic. He'd say, how do you do this or how do you do that? Or what kind of problem did you run into with this? So I just kind of I was just kind of there as an advisor, but not a contemporary advisor. He had a team of 30 technical people that designed and built the thing. So he pretty much was there for like, oh, yeah, this was what went wrong. Or like, yeah, I would have done this instead. I want to be that guy. (laughs) And he was like there when he did the dive. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I want to be that guy. (laughs) One of the sweetest things, his wife. Okay, so his wife is there. And they have. Whose wife? uh james cameron's okay so they have five kids and they're all like fairly little at the time of this but his wife was there like as he went down um to the the challenger deep and then like when he got to the bottom she got to talk to him over the radio i thought that was really cute and then she was like all excited like screaming you could like like, what are you looking at what's down there (laughs) no she was just like oh we're so proud of you like oh this is like so cool whatever you're right she was like so excited and then um they got back up to the top and like the first thing he did was go give his wife a kiss it was really cute and he like shook don walsh's hand and was like oh like that was cute like all of those people like seem so like genuinely like they like i'm each sure other. they were pumped yeah i'm sure like that's euphoria you know oh i thought you in the show <laughs> oh no haven't seen it but i, know I haven't either about. but i literally see it i've heard it's everywhere. a good show everyone but I've i don't know it everywhere <laughs> everyone has <laughs> uh, i love zendaya i also like jacob ellardy but yeah i don't yeah anyways so i already talked about the 10 test dives um are you talking about that? So instead of the Trieste five and a half hour descent, this one took about two and a half hours. Did you hear my mic just glitch out? Yep, I heard your mic just glitch out. Does it do that a lot? Yeah, it does it probably like once an episode, but I just go, <laughs> that's what I thought. I just well, like hold my breath. Like the first oh time God. it started was when we were doing the aliens one. It's the aliens that come. And I just them. about shit a brick. <laughs> just started like, happening i don't know like i don't know what aliens don't like so i'm no help <laughs> um it reached a maximum depth of thirty-five thousand seven hundred and eighty-seven feet um the sub did shrink about three inches during its descent they discovered 68 new species while down there but the deep trenches about the size of north america remains completely unexplored fuck that <laughs> also uh sad note here andrew white and mike degrew 
they played like a huge part in putting all of this together and they died they did they died in a helicopter crash before they could see the final dive so like their whole team was like shit is this something we actually want to do like we all have families at home like james cameron is like i have five little kids like do i actually want to do this but they were like you know what this is going to be for them because they put all of like everything into this and we all put everything to this so we're gonna do it because this is what we do for life yeah i'd probably do it too i'd be like you know what i've wasted i wouldn't say wasted i guess but like spent a lot of my life doing this so let's go (laughs) and like his wife was even like yeah it's dangerous but like if you're not pursuing exploration and like all these new things for our kids like what are our kids gonna think life is and like we're not bettering the world for them like that kind of stuff who the fuck is his wife she is inspirational yeah she's like go ahead and die baby i shouldn't say it like that but like she's like no but she was inspiring him i know she is but you gotta do what you want especially because he's talking about being like 10 years old and like pretending to be in a sub and like all the shit like he was like obsessed with the ocean i'd be a dream fucking crusher and be like listen um i can't do this without you um five kids okay remember james okay (laughs) think about that jim get it together jim get your ass back home make some more movies okay (laughs) (laughs) um but good for him that's that's really sweet of her also you're gonna love this this is my favorite part he uses guess what i don't know the word critter of course he uses uses it like a lot of times so now from here on out we're speaking of critters Also, I would like I would like to say, my brother, if he does listen, I don't know if he does. He's literally gonna be like, "Gall darn critters!" Because every time I say critters, that's what he says. Okay, gall darn critters. So shout out to Nate, her (laughs) brother. Also, can I mention something about critters? Oh yes, I think I told you this. I I don't remember if I did. So I own a bearded dragon. His name is Pepe. Um, I buy him live like food because he likes that they eat it whatever so i buy these things called super worms they're like mealworms except probably an inch or two long and a little bit thicker so they're yep they're big boys um i had them in a bag um yeah big um and um some of them lots of them got out in my (gasps) apartment i didn't tell you this I'm not been, going to your house. I have been finding them for about a week and a half now. <laughs> and I think I'm coming to the end of it because I haven't found one Ew. in a couple days. But Morgan, that's nasty. Probably because Bella ate them all. I'm letting her at this point. At first I didn't. I was like, well, I only found out because Bella was rolling. Bobbity, hail bop, you know, was rolling. And I was like on her back. And I was like, what are you doing, you fucking bitch? <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. Because that's how I talk to my dog. And she got up and there were two of them underneath. And I was like, <laughs> I ran over to my bearded dragon's tank and was like, wow, because they were still crawling out. And they are now um, in three plastic bag deep. Um, like, I, I should just throw them away, but I just, fuck. There were probably 200 in that bag. Not sure how many got out. So, yeah. I thought you were going to say a fun story. Nope, like that's, that, that I also call mosquitoes. No, nope, that's, 
that's the gall darn critter story for my apartment. Disgusting. So. Yep. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> so, in the Unexplained Mysteries podcast, they allude to the fact that it's possible that many of the living fossils that Darwin had talked about could be hiding in the trench. Bum, bum. I love that. Let's bum, find bum. them. So, they mention all the critters we do know about and the weird adaptations that they have for their environment, one of them being bioluminescence, which is the ability to naturally glow in the dark. So an example of this is the anglerfish, which we know from Finding Nemo. Is that the one with the light? Yeah. That like like strings out of his head? Yeah. So the anglerfish has a light that extends from its spine and attracts its prey. So then it just like opens its mouth. It like juts out like two times its body and then Uh, it just swallows her up. It's actually terrifying looking. So, mm -hmm. (laughs) Dude, get your Google out. We're going through all the critters. I've already gone through a lot of critters. You have the Google up right now, though? Oh, I well, I'll get it back up, but I looked at a lot of critters. I was, like, actually... Type the the names I'm saying, though. Okay, you go, you go. Anglerfish. Got her. I already already know what that one is. Okay. Barrel eye fish has giant nostrils where you think its eyes would be, but it's really... The eyes are inside its head by its brain. I saw this one. I love this one. It kind of reminds me of, like, a... I don't know. Like, it reminds me of a submarine, but, like, a cutie pie. (laughs) It looks like a, uh, what's the uh, Robin Williams movie? Like, Flubber? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. It's got little flubbers <laughs> in its brain. Oh, I like that one. I think that one wouldn't hurt anybody. I like that one. And, like, the reason it's okay is because its whole head is see-through. So, like, it's fine that its eyes are in there. But also, it's okay because it's dark and it doesn't really use its eyes anyways. And also, it's just kind of cute. Like, that one looks like it wouldn't hurt you. I mean, it'd still probably bite your hand off if you tried to pet it. I'm sure, but, like, looking at it, I would pet it. <laughs> and so, bite your hand off. There's that. <laughs> now we have the fang tooth. This one sounds made up, like a saber-toothed tiger or something. But it has fangs that would stab through its mouth if it could close it. So it can't close its mouth, really. But yeah, it has that's... these little little sockets behind its eyes, so its fangus... Fangus. Uh, <laughs> fangus. Can get put away. <laughs> this go inside dude that thing is nasty exactly they're gross that was what what i was doing before i (laughs) started just so you know because i was like i gotta know what these things look like so i can't be surprised when morgan looks them up and they're like oh did you see this thing okay i'm looking at a picture and someone is holding it in his hand it's the size of his hand it's actually kind of a baby yeah they were actually saying that like um i don't know where i put that because it was somewhere in here but anyways they were saying like despite what everyone thinks about all these creatures being like big and huge, huge. and scary and terrifying they're all like relatively tiny because of all yeah. the pressure that they needed to live that far down this so, is a little baby that'll eat you <laughs> yeah they all will so now we're going to talk about the made-up critters or the no longer alive critters okay so we have the kraken so oh, oh fuck i know what the kraken looks like Sorry. <laughs> so, stories um, are likely made up and loosely based off of the giant squid. Um, so, there's that one. The, Ooh. oh shit, I forgot how to say this. Helicoprion. I think which look that up. Is, it, okay, so it, oh, before you do that. So, this thing can grow about 25 feet long. It looks like a modern day shark, except for its teeth. 
It says there's 125 razor sharp teeth shaped like a saw blade. And when I heard this, I thought they were like, I literally thought to myself, I was like, do they know what the hell a chainsaw blade looks like? But then I looked it up and I was like, oh shit, they meant like a skill saw. And then I was like, holy shit, that's really effing weird. Now, I now already, look it up. Yeah, I already had looked it up when you said that. So I didn't want to bust weird. Scale, weird. What is weird, that? Weird. What is that? It's like a conch. That's like. Oh. It reminds me of like a table saw. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, like a skill saw grrr. or a table saw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you're also, looking kind at of, like. It also kind of reminds me of like Looney Tunes where they're like pull on the tongue and then it like rolls oh, up like a, yeah, like a window yeah, yeah. curtain or yeah. window shade. And then it makes like a scary looking thing. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> and this, this Helicoprion went extinct like 225 million years ago. But apparently it's related to the ghost shark that's still around now. Right. And <laughs> this is a deep sea shark that we know about. Not like in the Mariana Trench, but like 8,000 feet, like the Hadal Zone, like that six to 8,000 feet or whatever they said it was. So. Girl. The question they ask, could they be hiding there still? Girl, can I tell you right now? Yeah. I looked up ghost shark 14 hour. Well, this one says six days ago. But anyways, recently they just found a baby ghost shark and it's so cute. Morgan, these things will all kill you. I Well, it's cute. I'm just saying. Kill you. I don't want to fuck with it, but it's cute. I'm just saying. <laughs> look up baby ghost shark. It's really cute. And the big one looks. Goats. The, the fucking. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the big ghost shark actually looks like it would probably kill me so no thank you okay whatever so there were no polar ice caps about 125 million years ago um so the oceans were deeper so now we have the goblin shark this swam in the extra deep oceans please say your reaction as soon as you pull it up please i am um it had a weird flat nose with electrical sensors oh, yeah. to help hunt prey what did you think? You don't want to know what I think. Fucking terrifying, man. It it looks like terrifying. Well, its teeth are just God. Disgusting. That's like the thing of nightmares. But its nose is hilarious. But it's terrifying. Like, what is yeah. all the gum? Like, I was why is there so much gums? Where, well, like, what? direction are the teeth supposed to be because these are all going opposite ways <laughs> like, Dude, what we, what this thing we... scared the crap out of me i'm gonna have nightmares about that sucker yeah but it's way down there ah, i don't know dude well it's probably used to the pressure so it's not gonna come back up but i'm just saying like that nose come on buddy terrifying <laughs> anyone yep. listening go look that one up please it is pretty gross, though, yeah. Um, and then the last one that we're going to talk about is the Megalodon. I have, like, a whole episode that I'm going to do about this one, I think. But this is the largest, I was going to say longest, the largest fish to ever live. It could grow about 60 feet long, which is about three times as big as a great white. Had 276 teeth, which are about seven inches long each. Yeah, no thanks. Its mouth could open over 10 feet wide. It could eat humpback whales along with everything else it could. Mm, what? Terrifying. Yeah, that's gross. Um, 
And then their skeletons have been found on the shores of every continent except Antarctica. So oh, the I'm question its jaws. the question they ask if the glo- globlin, the goblin <laughs> shark <laughs> and the real shark still truly live in the deep ocean, which they do, why can't the megalodon? Scary. Oh, I, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it do- that thing's huge. You can't you can't convince me that thing didn't live through everything. You can't. Ew, that video you just sent. Oh yeah, Ew. I just sent Hannah a gif. It's the goblin shark eating a fish, and it like takes its jaw and it's like, like wraps it. Yeah, it's like it like pushes it out and then it's like, dude, its like, eye like freaking contorts. Yeah, so then its gills are all bloody. And yeah, okay. it's yeah. Anyways, like. Um, so not only do these critters need to survive the insane cold, apparently they need to survive the insane heat too, because I guess there's like, I don't know if they said it was underwater volcanic activity, but they also mentioned like chemical releases and stuff from the ocean floor. So that's kind of freaking scary. I can see that though, just because they're so far down, like we're, we're probably like miles and miles and miles high up from underneath and seven miles yeah well yeah <laughs> like i'm sure even seven miles deep it goes even deeper well, into the they Earth's were core. saying that like there's like black clouds of like i don't know if they said smoke or whatever they called it that go up 18 stories from yeah. these like I don't know if it was a volcanic eruption or whatever, but 18 stories that shit goes up. Yeah, no, thank you. Like, no, thank you. I never want to go to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. Ever. Thanks. So, so they were um, in the Unexplained Mysteries podcast, they also made a point of saying that scientists um, believe that. They only know about 9% of the ocean's wildlife have been discovered. Oh, I, I've heard that. Like, I, that's what's so fucking scary. I'm sorry, but how the fuck do you come up with that? That's literally like saying you have absolutely no idea what else is out in space. Well, but we think we're like 3% of whatever it is. Well, I think probably <sighs> what you could do is you could take um, most of what they know about the depth, <laughs> depths of the ocean but they don't um, know anything morgan literally the world is 70 percent of the world is made up of water and about five well, percent of the oceans have been mapped out literally two-thirds of the earth is unexplored that's you can't, probably what they're you can't make a generalization about the other 65 percent of the world mm. based on the five percent you know I, I think you could probably guesstimate off of that Morgan, that's how much two has been thirds. found two yeah, thirds I, of the world exactly so we probably only have seen a very small percent i know but that's what i'm saying what if what if the places we're living or where there's like no creatures at all what if other places have like a whole shitload oh yeah and i'm like none that's what i'm or- agreeing with like i believe we've probably only seen if it was me i'd say one to two percent of what is yeah but that ocean. means but that means Think about, think about all the other places that we have no idea. What if we know everything that's out there already? Not everything, but like. I was going to say. Um... <laughs> what if we already know like all the stuff that's in like the main portions of the oceans? What if there's only stuff in the deep sea? 
and I agree. That's what I think I'm hitting on is like, I think we probably only know one to 2% of what's. That was the opposite of what you just said. Oh, so you're saying we already know a lot of it. I'm trying to say, how can you come up with that number? Well, if you estimate that that's seven miles deep and we're having a hard time going down, plus we haven't explored a big portion of, like you said, 70% ocean, we haven't seen a big chunk of it. Well, there's probably deeper parts of the ocean that we just haven't explored. And how do we know what's down there? So how can we say we've seen 100%? I'm not saying we've seen 100%. I'm saying how can you put a number on it that, oh, we think we've discovered about 9% of the species on Earth. You know me. I'm a a science. (laughs) Like, I I hate science, but, like, I, I get it. I could see I can see where they're going with that. I I don't understand how you can put a percentage on something you literally are admitting you don't know about. Well, how do you know that we've seen most of it? I'm not saying we have seen most of it. I definitely am not saying that. I'm saying there's a lot of shit out there we don't know about. So how can you put a number on what we've seen? You know, I think that's probably human society too. We we like to put numbers and we like to justify things um so i'm sure that's part of it like we we want to say this is what we know you know but how like, do you how do you know this is what we know when we don't well, know what's out there and, and that might just be like that's what i'm saying like we like that so we probably if we absolutely don't know and we're guesstimating we're probably guesstimating to make ourselves feel better mm. and there goes my minute <laughs> i still i no, I'm not agreeing with you on this one. That's a say, gu- that's a guess. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying even if it isn't like we know, we're guessing probably because we need that <laughs> satisfaction to say, yeah, we've only seen okay. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that part. <laughs> yeah. So that's I can I can get uh, I can get with that. I'll agree <laughs> with that part. We can we can con- uh, compromise on that. Okay, we did it. <laughs> Woo! Okay. So now we're to the fun facts. So we're just going to wrap this shit up here. So fun fact number one, more people have been to the moon than have reached the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Fabulous. <laughs> Interesting. The moon's like hundreds of miles away. What the fuck are we doing wrong? <laughs> exactly. More people have been to the fucking moon. Have we been to the moon? Okay. Have we? <laughs> <laughs> Episode one, baby. Yeah, that one's rough, but try oh i thought that was a good one <laughs> yeah that one was good but it was our first one so i consider yeah. it rough compared to these <laughs> dude listening to how i talked in the first one versus now i was like scared yeah i was like excited but I'm, i was scared like you could tell i was terrified uh, i'd have to listen to it again i don't it remember was, that it was rough for me and here the we are information was good though Anyways, Picard, one of the first two guys to go to the Challenger Deep, he was the son of the first guy to reach the stratosphere. Well, this so, motherfucking family. Auguste Picard was his father, and he's the one that designed the hot air balloon that took him 10 miles in the air to the stratosphere. He was the first guy to reach the stratosphere. In a and then he was fucking like, air balloon? Yeah. And then there's a movie, I think, about that on Amazon Prime, I think. And the guy from the um, Fantastic Beats, Beasts or whatever. Oh, yeah. He's the one in the balloon. I don't know oh. what his name is, though. Um, anyways, so 
he was like, oh, I just took this thing to like pretty much space. So I wonder if I just like, you know, tweak it a little, if it could take me to the deepest place on earth. And then his kid gets in it and does it. Nuts. <laughs> I want to be that kid because, you know, he's the favorite child. <laughs> no kidding. I didn't look if he has siblings. Sorry. I bet he does. And I bet he's the favorite. <laughs> 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 So since James Cameron's trip to the Challenger Deep in 2012, many people have gone there. So Unexplained Mysteries podcast said that 19 people have gone, but then I looked it up and the Guinness Book of World Records for 2020 says that only 13 people have ever gone, two of which have done it more than once. Wow. So. Why not? I'm sure you get hooked on it, you know? Yeah, it's probably like an insane high. I'm sure you're like, I'm seeing this fucking crazy shark, bruh. <laughs> no one else has ever been here. I can tell them whatever they want. Yeah, They'll believe I anything my- I say. <laughs> I can tell them myself fucking walking. The Kraken. We cra- hit them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their poop fucking walks and lives its own life. <laughs> Dude, no one's going to come back and be like, yeah, so I watched this Kraken shit and then uh, yeah. it just like got up and walked away. Yeah, but people would be like, really? I've never been. Is that true? <laughs> people, Dude, no one's going to come back and say that. Yeah, but I'd believe it. <laughs> you probably would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> okay, so now, um, this one, I was like, holy shit, this is crazy interesting. This is from Schmidt Ocean Institute of Research. So this is a quote. It says, one of the compounds researchers have already found that seems to help some trench dwellers withstand hadal pressure was discovered elsewhere and is being pursued as a potential treatment for Alzheimer's, which involves problems with protein folding in the brain. Hell yeah, let's fucking- Dude, isn't that interesting? Let's fucking go and cure diseases. I love that. Yeah, I I thought that was so interesting. Yeah, I- well, and that's like a very popular disease. So it's like, if we can find something to cure that. Let's yeah. And go. there's like no known cures for it. So it's I don't like, care where it comes from. Let's go. No, we do care where it comes from. Ethical well, okay. choices, please. Yes, ethical you're choices. Right. Monsanto, but Morgan. Yeah, you Monsanto. Talked come about at me. this. Come at me, <laughs> not Hannah. Come at me. <laughs> but honestly, um, that is really cool. Like I, I, I. Don't care that it comes. I should have said that one last because I'm going to make you sad. Fuck, just say it. Now I can't even rant. (laughs) Fucking go. So this is from BBC. Um, This is a quote. It says, an American explorer has found plastic waste on the seafloor while breaking the record for the deepest dive ever. Victor Vescovo recently, or excuse me, descended nearly 11 kilometers to the deepest place in the ocean, the Pacific's Pacific Ocean's Mariana Trench. He spent four hours exploring the bottom of the trench in his submersible, built to withstand the immense pressure of the deep. He found sea creatures, but also found a plastic bag and sweet wrappers. Uh. So then they go on to say, the scientists now plan to test the creatures they collected to see if they contain microplastics. A recent study found this was a widespread problem, even for animals living in the deep. The D, or excuse me, the dive forms part of the five deeps expedition an attempt to explore the deepest points in each of the world's five oceans it has been funded by mr vescovo a private equity investor who before turning his attention to the ocean's extreme depths also climbed the highest peaks of the planet's seven continents dude this guy's a badass i totally want to be like these people someday 
seven miles in the plastics down there. Yeah. And they said that the uh, Mariana's Trench is supposedly, they were saying it's like one of the most toxic um, places in the world with all of the like chemical spills and like leaks and stuff. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. So it's like super toxic from all the chemicals that just keep leaking into the ocean. I hate humans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sorry. But it's like we are and then I, I can't. I was it. thinking about this like on my way to work this morning. I was like, "How long do you think it's gonna be until they make like giant ships and just like shoot all of our garbage and shit out to space because they I'm think sure. it's gonna make it better?" I'm sure. Like it just. There's probably me off. already somebody working on it. It just pisses me off that we as a society ruin everything. Yes, and it's you can't tell. Like watching science happen, you can't tell me there's not something very smart to get rid of our waste. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but like, I don't just throw my shit out the window either. Oh my God, that pisses me off so much. Don't even. One time I saw someone pull um, rant. One time I saw someone fucking pull over because I was behind them and they opened the door and dropped a McDonald's I've shit. I've literally they, seen that happen. Like, people that I know and I literally, me and my sister literally got out and we were like, what the F are you doing? Like, what? Like, we drove, we pulled over because we were driving behind them, picked it up and we like flipped out when we got to the place we were going to. We we're like, what in the fuck are you doing? I honestly followed. I, I didn't. You want to live in a shithole? You go live in a dumpster and then you spend all of your fucking time there. Do not ruin the world for the rest of us. That's what I'm and fucking I'm not, saying. I, I will preface this by saying I'm not like a tree hugger. I'm not like some crazy activist or anything, but like also common sense. We only have one place to live. It just, I almost followed that fucking person and bitched him out. I wish I would have. I was on my <laughs> way to fucking work and you know where I work, Anna. It was in that town, village, city. <laughs> Dude, it would have been better than happen. going to work. <laughs> I, girl, I almost followed their asses and went, what the motherfucking? And then I was like, Morgan, relax. No, it's probably good you went to work, though. You could have yelled at someone. You yelled at someone else instead. <laughs> I, I often do, actually, at work. I'm not going to say what I do, but I do. Um, I just find that funny. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, rant, not over yet. I just want to say, honestly, recycle, do, do, do your best. Better. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a crazy activist or like a tree hugger or anything, but like get your shit together. I can You want to go live in, in a dumpster? Moments. Go and live in a little dumpster by yourself. Do not ruin it for the rest of us. The fact that our seven mile deep ocean is being affected by these big corporations. Not even corporations, Morgan. These are people throwing shit out their window. No, I was thinking oil spills, but even that. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck yourself, go to bed, and I hope you dream of nothing but nightmares for the rest of your life, you motherfucker. So there's that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Monsanto (laughs) equals murder. (laughs) Morgan. Again, they can come after me, not Hannah. You don't have enough money to get sued. I will gladly live on the street. (laughs) Not that they really give a crap about us because we're like. They don't. Monsanto equals murder. <laughs> Morgan. Again, I got that from Family Guy. So if Family Guy can get away with it, anybody can. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, well, that pissed me off. I'm glad that was our final rant. <laughs> we'll uh, conclude that. We'll go back to the last thing I said, Mr. Vescovo, who before turning his attention to the ocean's extreme depths, also climbed the highest peaks on the seven planets. 
You go, bro. Planet Seven Continents. You go, bro. Isn't that badass? Yeah, I could never do it. Like, and he actually broke James Cameron's record by like however many feet. Damn. Good for this guy. I've never. Yeah. Even so heard he of him, currently but... holds the record for the deepest dive. Yeah, I'm gonna look him up after this. Victor Vescovo. Victor Vescovo. I like it. Yeah. So badass people. Badass Bad people that Bad I envy. Maybe Bad not envy, but like ass. inspire me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was me thinking, what inspires me? And then I started laughing because nothing. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's really interesting. And I did not know any of that about Mariana's Trench. That was great. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. It's better than my depressing ass topics. <laughs> See, like I'm about get- to get the blood flowing. Let's let's get hyped. Yeah. You like do like the like here here's like science and like here's the science, shit that yeah. we don't know about that we should. And I'm like, and this guy murdered his whole family. <laughs> I'm like, we don't know that this is real, but look at it. What if yeah. it did? What if it Very was opposite. real? If you can't tell me and Hannah are opposites, you haven't been listening to this long enough. <laughs> but we make it work. We do. It's happy and interesting. Well, not always happy. It's interesting. I heard the part about the trash in the ocean and I'm not happy. Morgan. It's happening. Critters! The ocean! Save the critters! Save the ocean and the critters! And all the little critters and Hannah and I will like to welcome you with a warm good Bye. Bye. <laughs>